What is going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down, episode number 89.0. It is the month of November, so Matt is off doing NaNoWriMo. Uh, but we're continuing our wonderful Year of the Bad Game with Anthony. All curses is come true. Ah. And as you can tell from that broken English, we are playing through the 2018 game Gene Rain, developed by the Delhi Network. De- Delhi, Delhi. I don't know, man. I don't know how to pronounce it. D D Li D Li Network. D Li. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um. A Chinese company. A Chinese developer that has never made a game before. It was released in September 20th of 2018. It was on the Xbox One. I Did it come to PS4? No. Okay. Not that I know of. So this was an Xbox One exclusive. So <laughs> Exclusive. The big exclusive for everybody. If you go to Steam and type in Gene Rain, they have a page. It says the release date was September 20th of 2018, but it says, coming soon. You can't actually purchase the game. I don't know what happened. Did they remove it from Steam? No, I think, I don't think it was on, like, is there reviews on Steam? Yeah, there's curator reviews, but those reviews are also, could easily be on the Xbox. So here's the deal. The picture for Gene Rain on the Steam page has Xbox, Steam, and PlayStation 4. And something else, and I can't tell what it is. Um, so, and there's no Wikipedia here. page for this game. There's no real information for this game. Like, you can't go to a page just to get the history of this game. So it does say on PS4. Now I'm going to just... Go to the PlayStation Store and see, because as last time I checked, that wasn't a thing. Yeah, you're you're correct. There's like very little um, way to. Yes, this is Gene on... Rain on PS4. Yes, this is on PlayStation Four because they made a PlayStation blog about it. Oh, oh man. wow! Well, that China money must have gotten that blog written play the worst game one of the worst games ever made if I click visit the website I'm gonna go to to the oh man it's, it's completely in Chinese I'm gonna say if you click on the click on the website now you've given all your information to China well it says they already here. had it anyway when I click on it, there's a box that pops up that says whether to switch to the Chinese version of the website. And I can't tell which one is yes or no. Also, it's already in Chinese. I'm going <laughs> to click a button and see what happens. Okay, nothing happened. It's all in Chinese. I, I can't... There's something that has to do with Gene Rain Wind Tower... Uh, I don't know anything about this. I'm going to refresh the page and hopefully it'll pop back up again and I can hit the other button. 
Okay, it did not pop up. I'm abandoning that mission. In real time, we we hear Drew's computer get hacked. Well, there you go. Um, Justice for Hong yeah. Kong. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just watching the gameplay footage and going, what game is this? Yeah. Um, because even even after the patches, which this game has clearly had, it's, put, it's just the thought of playing Gene Rain makes me tired, apparently. It still isn't great. It's not as bad. I, I think it not, it runs slightly better. Well, I'd, I'd argue that before it was unplayable. Uh, in in most instances, yes. So let's go ahead and talk about the history with this game, Anthony. You and I both have history with this game. Yes, we both got co- we both got COVID, and uh, I was told you were covering it. <laughs> yeah, it was one of the worst games I've ever played. So Ken, I think Ken played this. He did play this. So they gave us three codes for this game and said, please review our game. And Ken's like, okay. And Ken's like, you want to review this? And I clicked on it. And sure enough, I saw that trailer, the gameplay trailer. I said, eh, looks like a knockoff Gears of War. Sure. Boy. 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 Within boy. Within the first five minutes of this game, I, the visible confusion on my face, the reason why, like, this game is like a perfect storm, man. It's like incompetent development, bad AI, horrible translation errors, it's everything. It so, has everything. So I realized this time around, I thought, because last time I thought they were, um, uh, they, they were like, had like somebody who, who was clearly an English speaker, but they were like on the phone. Like, let me rephrase that. A native English speaker. This time around, I could clearly tell that no, 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 none of them speak English that, that, natively. That is, they're that, all that is a second language, and that, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, a lot of people see that it's the the problem is not the voice acting; it's the quality of the voice acting. And I'm not saying that the voice actors are doing a bad job, but literally the quality of the recording yes is one of the worst pieces of shit. Um. Yeah. So, so there is there. I, 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 I start. I'm starting to believe that there is one person who is a native English speaker in this game. The guy that plays Bill Feynman. Because originally I thought, oh, this is the president of the United States or something like that. Because in that one cutscene that we got of him, he spoke articulately. Bill. He spoke with no accent. Which which one is which? You get a very small cutscene of him basically addressing the cameras, like like he's he's making like a public speech. Right, right, right. Kind of like at the beginning, and then the the credits, or not the credits, but the logo pops up. Right. Yes. yes. I still think he is actually a uh, Chinese. <laughs> yeah. I, I he sound convincing to me. 
Sure, he was reading something that was in English, but it sounded convincing. Like, this guy sounds like he's at least an English speaker. But man, like, the, the problem is, is that it's not just the voice acting and the dialogue. It's that the, the entire game, the tutorials, the menus, everything is poorly translated. The, the, the um, subtitles that have, the, the biggest issue with the subtitles, there's like horrible spacing. Spacing. Like when, uh, when they say don't, how? there is like three spaces in between the N and the apostrophe. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? And everything just feels like it, it's, it's, it's like some, it's like, it's like I don't speak English and I'm hearing somebody speak English. You know what I mean? This is what somebody who's speaking English sounds like to somebody who doesn't speak English. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? What? And I, like, I, I know the words, but they don't make sense. Yeah, I... At times, you're like, okay, I got what's going on. And then there's this desire to repeat the same thing that was just said. That's always weird. I, I'm not sure why, but you'll notice, like, um, Alex and whatever the other guy's name is, um, they're wearing, yeah, they're wearing the blue armor. Um, they, they, one will say something and the other will repeat it just different. Just like, differently. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same exact point And it's just like, okay. It feels like when you have your second language homework and you just take all the things you wrote in English and then dropped it into a translator and then just accepted it. I feel like they did it. They did uh, they did like translation party or something on this thing. Yeah. And man, it's just like it's when I first reviewed this game uh back in last year, uh well, uh, about a year and two months ago. I was fascinated. Cause I was, I was like, there's no, what? I, I, I thought I was missing something. Cause I, I saw that opening cutscene and I was like, what? like, like, because the things on screen were weird. Like you got these weird cybernetic people, but then there's also zombies and there's like these, it's like a mix mash of everything. Aliens, z- robotics, uh, uh, zombies, everything. Futuristic stuff. And I'm like, okay, since I can't decipher what's happening on screen, maybe I can listen to the story play out. But you can't there either because it's it, it, it makes no sense. It's nonsensical. Yeah. And I'm just like, the whole time, I when I, the first 30 minutes of that game, I was awed. I was sitting there in awe. Just like, I don't know what is happening. Because everything on screen is weird, and everything said is weird. Something about a mechanical heart. Um, it's not, but how do they pronounce mechanical? It's it's like meninical, missionanical, missionanical, something. I don't know. 
Yeah, Missionical. The Missionical Heart. Um, Electro... <laughs> Electromagnetic City is mentioned multiple times there. Yeah. And I'm not sure what they mean by that. I don't like, either. I, yeah. I'm sure I it don't. means perfect sense in Chinese. And here's the weird part. Here's the re- weird part. Now that the game is playable, the the charm of the badness doesn't doesn't feels appropriate anymore. Does that make sense? Like it's yeah. now that this game is is not a fucking pile of garbage in the gameplay department. It's just a really really mediocre cover based shooter. It's, it's like still bad. It, it, I can't even call it. The, sorry, I, it's still bad. I, I wouldn't even say mediocre. Okay, let me rephrase that. Then it's a bad one, but so was Terminator Salvation. Yes, they're both they're they're both bad in their own sense. Um, I enjoyed playing this more than, because at least this game you're like always using the same three weapons, which kind of sucks. But then they're like. But hey, if you shoot enemies when they're dead and on the ground, you get parts, and then you can put those parts into upgrading the guns. You can upgrade your character. That's a really weird thing that this game has. <laughs> I, I like that, that doesn't do anything. Definitely powers up the shots of the gun. Sure, but like if you if you put points into the like the skills in this game, so. Each character that you play as, you play as three different characters in this game. Each character has like a special ability. So you got the guy who throws out like a little drone robot thing. You've got the guy who has better armor, like an armor, like a, like a, I don't know, like a shield. Um, Wait, there's special abilities? Yes. They don't tell you about, they do tell you about this for one split second. They tell you about the shield. That's about it, right? Yeah. But everybody else has an, an ability in this game. Well, fuck me. So, alright, I'm looking at my review. Let's see here. It didn't really matter. Okay. And the reason why most of this game is confusing is due to poor translation from Chinese to English. Both the voice dialogue and the subtitles are in so much broken English that I can never make heads or tails of the story. The bad timing is, the bad thing is, uh, this also appears in the explanation of the game mechanics. I legitimately tried to reread multiple game tips and couldn't piece together what they were trying to say. This left me both confused and, th- and not thoroughly able to play the game to its full potential. It didn't really matter much since the gameplay is clunky, unresponsive, and downright bad. It's a cover-based shooter. That means going cover-to-cover, cover, popping off shots at enemies. Sounds easy enough. Only that the cover is questionable at best. And since I'm never guaranteed that my character will stay in cover, the aiming is completely off with or without the auto-aim on. The enemies seem to take forever to go down while still being able to hit me while in cover. There's even a roadie run ability that is mapped to pushing the left stick in of all places. Each character has a special ability that I think I used once or twice each time. They're supposed to help out the player in a pinch, but never seem to actually do much of anything. One character has a slowdown mechanic that disoriented me more than anything, and by the time I got my bearings, the slowdown was over. Another character has a force field shield that is supposed to allow him to take more damage before dying, but I just died as fast as the same. And the last character has an automated turret that can be deployed, but every time I used it, it would either do nothing or miss practically every shot. 
So the woman missing has... every shot every yeah this game the the woman Missed has the every shot uh sure she does <laughs> well that's that's her ability uh-huh. uh salmon sure that robot guy has the um, the shield and then alex the half robot half human has the, the turret so the other guy is a robot Yes, the other guy is a full robot. So, let's go back to the Steam page. Let's just go back to the story. There's a child that's angry. Yeah, there's a child that's that has controlling psych- stuff. Psychic powers, yeah. yeah. So here, so here's the about this game for the Steam page. That that the game you can't buy the game on Steam anyway. Death is always fair. He treats both the poor and the rich equally. This is the concept of the death squad. We will control a death squad in the game, fighting to the end, the con- fighting to end the conflicts affecting this world as a whole. We have set three forces in the game. The background of the story is the beginning of the conflict between these three forces. Each force has its own ideas and goals that it strives for. In the game, following the story, players must control three main characters. Alex, half-human, half-robot. Salmon, robot. And Yi Ling, Yi Ying, Li Ying, human. Do you want to keep saying that? Yi Ling. (laughs) Yi Ling is her name. Uh, And she's a human. Uh, They will fight to the end of the world. They will fight to end the world conflicts no matter the cost. The game has a simple upgrading system. There are nine weapons, plus a variety of character attributes in the game. Amongst them, three main weapons and all character attributes can be upgraded. There are four types of scenes in the game. Destroyed cities, quiet towns, deep canyons, and cities in dark night. (laughs) There are more than 12 types of enemies in the game. We input sensations, data, and behavior into the game's AI to let it have a human-like characteristics. That is a lie. <laughs> yeah, the, the the children you should have left behind. That's the uh, human-like characteristics. Yeah. Each enemy has unique attributes and detailed behavior in the game. Story background. In 2049, the quantum equation proposed by Bill Feynman was satisfied. In 2051... The operating rate of the global computers had increased by 3,500 times, which, by Bill, which made Bill Feynman a leading figure in the field of science and technology. In 2055, Bill Feynman had successfully or, or obtained various core human gene combinations by boosting the computer performance. In 2057, Bill Feynman Research Institute was established. In 2059... The world was at chaos. The disorderly development of AI had led to the increasing number of refugees. The the rationality of existence was reassessed by humans. In 2060, Bill Feynman Research Institute found a solution to change the human gene sequence and relied on its amazing technical strength to develop the airborne fog. In 2089... 
humans abandoned the common era and then established the gene reign as the first year of an era. 25 years after gene reign, the drawbacks of gene sequence came to emerge and the unknown creatures entered the human world. This is where our story begins. If you dumped a bunch of pennies into a sock and then just beat me with said sock, that would have been a better time than you explaining that. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's the story. So Bill Fangman... And, you, and you'd have a sock full of pennies. Yeah. Better time for both of us. So my thing is, is Bill Feynman still alive? Because if he... If in 2049... He satisfied the quantum equation in 2089 is when Gene Rain starts. So it's been 40 years. Bill Feynman had to at least been 20 years old when he did the quantum equation. Well, you're thinking far too much into this. And then I'm 20 years after shit, Gene Rain, I... that would make Bill Feynman 100 years old. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to finish this piece of shit. Because, I mean, at this point I might as well. But, um, man, I don't know how we're going to do another episode of this piece of crap. I can barely talk about it now. What the fuck am I going to say? This game's bad. So, my, my thing is, is like, even me and you just sitting down and talking about what we've played so far... Is, you you is, run around, you shoot a couple things, and then you switch characters. And every time you switch characters is the only time it really changes the environment a significant amount. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So the the issue is is that at the very beginning of the game, you're playing as an old woman. And no, at the beginning of the game, you're playing as Alex in what looks like a flashback, and then you play as the woman. I guess in modern day? Yeah, and she's being interrogated by the, this crazy kid thing? Yeah, that's like a kid alien that... And then you play as back as Alex more. Like, they're wanting to tell... The thing is, it's like... Whoever, it, I don't know. So, during that cutscene where the woman's being interrogated, I feel like... Like, I'm trying to piece together the translation. And they kept saying, I want your memories. And since this is a weird technical world story thing, are they literally meaning I want to download your memories? Or is it a translation error and they're trying to say, tell me about what happened in the past? I want your memories. <laughs> I mean... Sure. I don't know what to. I don't know what to fucking say. It's it's really it just. Uh, I. Dude, I I don't know what the fuck is going on in this game at half the time. I really don't. It, it just it's like they we're going back, and I assume there's a machine that allows you to see the the. Or go back in time? Because you, you open a portal. Yeah. Yeah, you open a portal. The the woman who's being interrogated, you'd play as her, and it looks like the room has been frozen. 
everything's just kind of sitting there. And somebody's talking to her like subconsciously. It's like a, and they say it's an AI. And it opens up this portal and she walks through and now we're playing as people in the past. So are we able to change the future? I don't know what's happening in this game. Yeah. So we play as Alex. He runs around and shoots some stuff. This is when we get our the the big joke of Gene Rain is the swollen scorpions. Yep. And it's obviously a translation error. It's supposed to say giant scorpions. Scorpions, yeah. Yeah. But they 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 don't. I guess they don't know giant, so they say swollen. Hold on, I wrote something to you. Let me just. Here is the old timey place. Yeah, here is the old timey place. Damn, Phil Feynman. It's supposed to be Feynman, but there there was an N in there randomly one time. It's it's Feynman. Is it Feynman? Yeah, I Feynman. thought it was Feynman. Oh my god! Well, that's because I can't pronounce half the shit they've written. And it, you know, so I do have something to say about that. If you go back and you look at, like, House of the Dead, the reason why the the acting is very stiff in that is because they literally took, like, you can speak English? Great, come, we have something for you to repeat. Like, that's literally, like, it was like, and this is a known thing, like, um, it was either, I've heard stories about Ghost Rider 2, I think, was, um, where they filmed it in, like, a different country, so a bunch of people that are in that movie are not really actors. They are just the people that they're in that country that can speak English. Like, this is a known thing. And, like, in this game, they're like, but what if we just got people that, from China that can speak English, too? It's like, there's probably people there that speak English natively that could have helped you with this. Well, one of my favorite games of all time did that, too, and that's Resident Evil. Yeah, the original Resident Evil, which is notoriously bad voice acting, was basically you almost became a Joe Sandwich. Yeah, they the the people in Japan wanted the master of unlocking. I know it's so bad, but it's they they got they got they went to like a local college I think, and got a bunch of college Americans or American college students and, and people to just say hey. We want you to voice these characters because these are American people. Like, Resident Evil has never been in Japanese. Like, the voice acting has never been in Japanese, even from the very beginning. Because they wanted it to feel authentically American. And, I don't know. It's, it's like, that, that that's such a big change that people don't understand that, like, even if your script is crap, someone who is natively English is going to say it differently um, than someone who because it you have to translate in your head when you speak a second language. I, I I'm sure there's some people that don't that can just think in different languages. That's weird, but um, for the most pe- most people, you have to translate and like that's. It, it, when you like that's the reason why I like when you watch the room. Even though it's all written by Tommy Wiseau, it Tommy's 
lines and dialogue are so stiff and wooden compared to everybody else's because he's still doing a translation uh, because beyond what he says, he's not from America. No. He might be American now, but he's not from America. No. Um, Is he French? And, uh, Does anybody no, really know? I think, I think he's. I think he's from like a Soviet nation. Okay. Originally, uh, it's kind of mentioned in um, the Disaster Artist book. His past, and basically, it's from what Greg could uh, bring up. But Greg's Sestero talks about it in that book like Tommy would be like no no you have to stick to the script so even when Greg is saying like something stupid like keep your stupid comments in your pocket right which is clearly not something an American would say right but it is probably based around a saying from a different country and is a transliteration of it yeah he says it in such a way that it's still it's it's the words at that point and not the whole thing that feels alien like it feels like he's saying something that's that's broken it almost becomes surreal and instead of in gene rain what it sounds like is a bunch of people stumbling their way through english and that and I, that's probably not how they they sound but they the script is probably written by someone and they were because they're not doing the translation on their own in their head is pro- they're probably thinking it might be right I-, I-, I don't know there's something where if you got these people just to speak English on their own because they clearly can speak it I think it would have come out a little bit differently and more naturally but yeah. the script is clearly written by someone who doesn't speak the language Yeah, like knows how to read it but doesn't doesn't speak it. Yeah. There's obviously a word for an old timey place or, or something of that nature. Well, and, and it doesn't translate like a, directly and it just turns yeah. into old timey place. Yeah. And, and if they, and if the person saying it, I, I, I want to give them enough credit where they, they would have probably just said something else. The ruins, Right. It would have, because they would be able to translate in real time and be like, that doesn't sound right. But if you if they hand you old timey place, it's like, all right, I'll read that. Or if if you got an actual American to be like, well, that too. Read this script and be like, what do you mean by old timey place? Old timey place, you know. You know, I don't know. You know, the old timey place. I I don't know. This game is. This game is a freaking anomaly. Yeah, I mean, even in the world of Chinese games, which I have looked at a couple on uh, Steam, because they, they pop up. Um, give me a second here. I have some in my Steam wish list that, like, clearly uh, have... God damn. Sorry, Steam is, like, Sometimes when you try to bring Steam back up, it's a pain in the ass and just decides to be a black screen that you're staring at because it's not loading. This is real time. This is great podcasting, folks. Yeah. How about the swollen scorpions? Yeah, uh, you know. It sounds like you're it sounds like you're trying to speak in like spy code. <laughs> ah, yes. They are quite swollen this year. Yes. 
Look out for the swollen scorpions in the old-timey place. Which means was, meet meet at midnight <laughs> or something. Um, sorry, I have to just kind of scroll through. Um, I'll recognize it when I see it. Probably by Chinese characters in the name because I know that that was a part of it. Um, well, they've been doing. There, there's been some 3D games that have been getting, you know, a good response, and then there's. Gene Rain. And it's just, it's kind of odd that Gene Rain isn't out already, because I don't think you can fix this game. And it's not like it's out in a different uh, area, because we'd still have those reviews visible. Right. Um, okay, really? I mean, come on. Stop scrolling and just get me to the one that I was thinking of. I'll go fuck myself then is the response I'm getting from this. Um, the, anyways, there's a, there's there are there are a bunch of Chinese games that are like being released on Steam that, that like have a pretty decent graphical look, which this game does not have. This game looks like this game. If it were a little bit more disjointed than it is, I would just assume they bought a bunch of Unity assets. It's not too far off, but, like, the difference between Alex and the girl you play as, Lee Ying, oh my god, that is hard to say. I told you. <laughs> um, like, she looks very, you know, stereotypical anime look, and then Alex just looks like a Gears of War clone dude, and that's kind of jarring. Like, the whole... Whole thing's weird. So, here, here's my thing that I find crazy. We played even Batuta this yep. year. It had yep. better translation and voice acting than this. Well, that's because, and, and this is not slighting anybody. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong on this, and someone will correct me. But is that is even Batuta was from uh, Saudi Arabia, right? I, I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, right. Semaphore is the name of the company that made Even Batuta, and I'm at their website right now, trying to hit their about page, and it will not. It won't pop up. I'm a yes. I'm pretty sure. So, Saudi Arabia. Al Sarafat is where they're from. I don't know where that is. How do you spell it? A L. Hang on, I looked it up. Uh, El right. Serafat is filled with embassies. Uh... We learn about the world in this episode. That's true. Um, I don't know where this is. Just type in country after. Well, it just keeps. It's, I, I know I can get Airbnbs in El Serafat. But map quest. I, I okay. What? Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi is in United Arab Emirates. So okay. 
So, I mean, like, that part of the world is is closed. I mean, it's not closed off like everybody thinks it is. It's They do a lot of business um, with the world. And, like, there are people from all over the world working there. And that's that's the same with, with China, for sure. But um, if China does something, like... China has a lot of pride in like their being of their own like that they like language wise and like you know right now they're entering the market of video games and everything with so we have companies that are making more games I mean they've had mobile forever it's not like they didn't have PCs but they're entering a global market um and it's just like I've if we're going to talk about people who I've met from, because I mean, I've lived in university towns and people come from all over the world. Um, if we're going to ask who speaks more English generally, it's people from the Middle East. Um, it's, I think, I, I think it might be a second language there. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure English I mean, is probably taught there as a second language. Yes. It, it's just, uh, you know, I, I and I, obviously it's, hot in China. This game is in English. It's just, you know, it's, it also might be easier to translate from, uh, I, I, I apologize, I do not know about language um, of the UAE. Um, I, but, I mean, it might be, cause, let me just see here, language, Arabic. Yeah, it might be uh, easier to translate from Arabic. True. Um, so. So here's a, here's a fun fact. I'm looking on the Steam page for this game, Gene Rain. Yeah. And languages. English. Interface. Full audio. Subtitles. Simplified Chinese and traditional Chinese. Just interface and subtitles. So I think if you were playing this in China and wanted to play it in Chinese... You were still going to have English voice acting, probably. That's I mean, crazy I, to me. Co- cost effectiveness. I mean, they they as much as they don't sync up, it's like clear that they've tried to sync the voices to some extent. So, like, I'm not surprised. There's some Japanese games that do the same thing. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure their Deadly Premonition only has an English voice cast. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, I, I find that like, you know, English isn't as popular in, in China, like Hong Kong. Yes. But mainland. No. And that's because, I mean, like they have their own world around them. Like they, they produce most of the stuff the world deals with. So at some point, like, you know. Just like how I speak English, I don't have to speak another language to some extent. That's what happens. And, you know, the UAE deals with customers all around the world, while at some point most people that are doing business speak English. I mean, shit, there's so many places in the Middle East that have, like, these big hubs of just where business is done, about tech, oil, of course, I mean... There's, I've heard of Comic-Cons over there. 
You know, like they have all that same stuff. It exists. Yeah. So people travel from across the world to go there. Doctors, I know that's another business down there, like plastic surgeons heard about. So. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what. So I would, I would, I would expect the even Batuta to be better translated, and it is. Yes. Um, however, I would also expect this game to be better translated, and it is not. I would also expect them to get a boom mic that wouldn't move around the room. Well, so th- that's another part of this. I don't think any of these people uh, recorded knowing what the other person was saying. I have a feeling favors were called in, and it was just record as you can. Because, man, there's plenty of times where it literally sounds like I'm doing this over here. And I'm, I'm over here talking, and then all of a sudden I come, I come right back here. In, in the yeah. same cutscene. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Man. I don't know what else to say about this game. I mean, it really is just kind of a mess. I, I, it, it's nowhere near... Here's the thing, I guess in a, a, a positive note. They patched the game. It was very clear from the get-go that they patched the game. Yeah. Which, I stopped playing this game because even the terrible dialogue couldn't keep me going originally. And I'm not saying that it'll make me keep going now. But... I have to give them credit for patching the game to make it playable. Doesn't make it good. Doesn't fix a lot of the issues with the game. But this game didn't run. Like, there was... You can count the frames on a single hand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... So, this, uh, so that's something I'll have to give them. You're right. Because Sega didn't do anything with Sonic 06. Yeah, like, I have to put this above Sonic 06. If I could, here's the weird thing. I enjoyed playing this game more than Terminator Salvation, but Terminator Salvation was a more well-thought-out game. Like, it doesn't feel like a piece of trash. Sure. But I'm more interested in what's happening, and I'm more interested in playing. I'm actually going to put this game, actually, two slots above the bottom. What else is it above? Perfect Weapon. Yeah, I've made it way farther in this than I ever have in Perfect Weapon. Dude, Perfect Weapon, you can't finish the first stage. No. Matt Matt really did pick a stinker that could... If it were any more broken than it was, beat out Sonic. Good lord, that game is... Played some shit. This was a mistake. This whole year was a mistake. It was a mistake. We know this. I, you know, Jake keeps saying, I don't know why you've done, you keep doing it to yourself. Because we're this far now. We're almost done with the year. Yeah, there's zero reason to stop now. Why don't you stop? Because we're here. As far as I'm concerned, we've made it to the end. It's like stopping when the. <laughs> like stopping when the finish line is in sight. Like, I'm done with this. Keep running! Like, no. I'm good. 
So yeah. So here's my list as it stands right now. Number 19, Sonic. Number 18, Perfect Weapon. 17, Gene Rain. 16, Secret Service. 15, Mind Jack. 14, Damnation. 13, The Quiet Man. 12, Terminator Salvation. 11, Deadly Premonition. 10, Shinmu. 9, Dark. 8, Duke Nukem. 7, Eben Batuta. 6, Night Trap. 5, Eat Lead. 4, Haze. 3, Two Human. 2, Call of Juarez the Cartel. And 1, Bound by Flame. Wow, that list. The only one that I think was the same was Mind Jack at 15. Uh, and Sonic, of course. But, yeah. um, Sonic goes 6. At 19. 18 is Perfect Weapon. 17 is Gene Rain. Uh, 16 is Shenmue. 15 is Mind Jack. 14 is Secret Service. 13 is Dark. Uh, 12 is Unearthed, Trail of Ibn Battuta. 11 is The Quiet Man. 10 is Terminator Salvation. 9 is Damnation. 8 is Too Human. 7 is Eat Lead. 6 is Duke Nukem Forever. 5 is Call of, uh, Call of Juarez, The Cartel. 4 is Night Trap. 3 is Deadly Premonition. 2 is Bound by Flame. And 1 is Haze. I'm surprised uh, you have the cartel so low. Uh, it, trust me, it's not that. It, it, I was. Would you rather play two human over the cartel? No. 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 Hold on, I'm actually going to switch that. You're you're actually right. Night trap is going to be at five, and then Call of Juarez is going to be a four. Yeah. I would I, as long as I got a friend playing with me with the cartel. That's a that's yeah. fine. That is a totally uh, fine video game. Yeah, because and the only reason why Bound by Flame beats Deadly Premonition, even though I'll never play Bound by Flame again, is that I think it's a better built game. So it's one of those my personal taste is put aside. Bound by Flame shouldn't have been on this list. This is what the deal is. Oh, I argue Hayes shouldn't have been on this list. I, I think, think that so game is fine. That game, is, it, that game got a lot of bad rap because of its reputation. But I mean, like that's kind of why we're looking at games, right? This year, like some, like Eat Lead got mediocre reviews. Ended up being right. Duke Nukem got mediocre reviews, and I'd argue that that. I, or, or mediocre to bad reviews, and I'd argue that the bad reviews definitely shouldn't be there. Too human, same thing. Like, you know. Quiet Man got just the right amount of beating that it deserved. Quiet Man was just stupid. What? What a fucking fall. What a fucking fall. Can I just get on that soapbox for a second? What a fucking fall from grace that that game is i i mean really human head studios fucking christ that game is so goddamn bad the thing is they Good spent Lord. they probably spent a lot of money on that game too i mean maybe maybe and then they made a game called survived by what the fuck is this Well, I mean, Human Head Studios, it's a bullet hell roguelike. 
Okay, sure. Can I just say, seeing a 2D game from the studio that was building Prey 2 and built Prey and worked on Bioshock Infinite and Brink and Batman Arkham Origins uh, Wii U port uh, after that, like, to see them working in a 2D, like, it, fuck, man, fuck, man. That, that is one of the most disappointing turns. Uh. Yep. They're working on Rune 2, which looks alright. I mean, the first game's cool. This looks kind of neat, too. It's Vikings, so if you like Vikings and beating the fucking shit out of stuff, like, A.O. Rune 2. Um, yeah, man, quiet, quiet, man. Who had a gun to their head for that fucking game? Well, I want to know is, you keep saying fall from grace, but take a look at Sega with Sonic. I mean... So that, though I mentioned on that episode, yeah, for sure, um, but I mean like... But Sega's came out and made better games since. Well, that too, but I mean like, the, the thing with that game is that that is the prime example of that generation. So they're making for the 360. The PS3 wasn't out yet. And the Wii either was on the horizon or was already out mid-development. And they took a large portion of the team and shifted them to the Wii game Sonic and the Secret Rings... Like, that's kind of indicative of that whole generation, right? Like, siphoning off members of one team to build something completely different for the Wii because it couldn't possibly do any of the stuff the other two consoles did. Yeah. So, you know, like, uh, I don't know who did the Ghostbusters game, um, development-wise, Give me a second here. I'll find out. But like, there's two. Um, no, Terminal Reality. Okay. And Red Fly Studio. Um, I don't know who developed what. Um, do 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 do. So, wow, there's a nightmare story behind the Ghostbusters game. Um. Terminal Reality developed that, but either Terminal Reality split their crew because the Wii version of the... Like, the Wii version has its own models, has its own world, it plays differently. Uh, In fact, some people say the Wii game is the definitive version of the Ghostbusters game, surprisingly. Um, Ubisoft had the same issues. Uh, They put out uh, Prince Persia of the Forgotten Sands... And they put out the same, they put out a game with the same title on the Wii, but the Wii version is significantly better. It deals with its own story. It's completely unrelated to the uh, Sands of Time series, except that it stars the same prince, weirdly enough. But it's about finding a genie um, and working with the genie. Like, it's a weird, what the fuck? Why wasn't this the game on all systems? It it almost feels more like it's related to 
um, uh, the the Prince of Persia 2008 game. Yeah. In tone, like that's what it feels like. It, like, but during that period, that that was a big weird issue, and it's like now, you know, like looking back, you go, well, why the fuck would you even do that? Well, they needed a game for the Wii, and they couldn't possibly port Sonic 06 to it. And so, then you leave staff members with things that they don't know. They're no, I think Yuji Naka was working on 2006, and then left mid-development. So, like, there's your, there's the guy that's supposed to be directing it. Like, so you mentioned Terminal Reality, and I looked them up. Uh, the last game they made was Walking Dead: Survival Instincts. Ooh. Which was bad. Um, but they also made a game that I found to be... I, I, it was a game... It, so, let me explain something. I, I know we're going off topic. We're not even talking about Gene Ray at this point. Do you remember... I mean, you're a little bit younger than me. You're, how old are you? 27. 27. Okay. You may not remember, but when I was younger... No, I don't remember when you were younger, but continue. When I was younger, um, one of the things that blew my mind when I was a kid was watching PCs run the demo for Myst. I mean, Myst was amazing even when I bought it like in the 2000s. Like, the pre-rendered stuff was... yeah. I mean, you look back now and you go, Ugh. Yeah, it looks, it looks rough now, but there was another game that I remember when I used to go to Best Buy as a kid. Well, I wasn't really a kid. This was probably 98, 99, so I was probably about 13, 14. And it was a game that blew me away, and I wanted to play it so bad, but I never had a PC that could play it. I was a console gamer. It was a game called Nocturne. Have you ever heard Not- of this game? No. I used to think this was the coolest looking game ever. I've ne- wow. Talk about things I've never heard of in this fucking game. This game is essentially... It looks neat. It's really cool. You play it looks as, like Resident Evil sort of on PC. You, but it's Resident a- Evil as a 1930s detective government agent man using like Tommy guns and stuff. You are oh my god. This game no. looks it looked so awesome. And I no, always went I have to read I have to read it. You are uh you take part uh the player takes the part of the stranger, which okay. An operative of a fictional American government secret organization known as and I swear to god this sounds so racist, Spook House. Oh my god. Created uh, by Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt to fight <laughs> monsters. Oh, okay. But this this game, like, like that was like the game I wanted to play because it looks so cool. Um, I think it was one of the early games to use like really dynamic lighting in a three D space. Like, look up gameplay of that game. I will. I will look up gameplay. But anyway, yeah. That was one of the things that kind of always blew me away. 
surprised that hasn't gotten a reissue or something. There's 1080p play. Nocturne 1080p. Yeah, no, 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 but I mean, like, on, like, good old games or whatever. And then the the secondary character kind of looks like the character they'd uh, end up using in Blood Rain. Because that's them, too. The female character? Mm-hmm. Very Blood Rain-ish. In fact, maybe... Strongly influenced by their previous game, Nocturne. Well, there we go. Fuck, shit. Um, oh, man. Now I gotta talk about Terrible Reality. There's a game that I was suge- wanting to suggest, but I figured it would... And then we ended up playing something on the PS2 and... Anyways, but... Called Blowout. Okay. Oh, my fucking God, it's a... Uh, oh, no, I'm confusing the game, too. Never mind. There's a game... So, Blowout looks like a game called Run Like Hell. Okay. And Run Like Hell, I don't even know who... who Run Like Hell is awful. I, I, I can always confuse the two, and I think that's the reason why we ended up with Run Like Hell. Uh, there, it's a third person... Yeah, like, this was made by Digital Mayhem, which is part of Interplay. Anyways. Um, Interplay made a bunch of those weird games like that. So Run Like Hell was a third person shooter, and it has so many good voices, but... um. Let me just explain the plot. Uh, right, and by that I mean, let me read what's on Wikipedia, because... Is that it, alien uh, bugs or something like that? Mining surveyor and former war hero Nicholas Connor returns to his space station known as the Forsetti Station to find it overrun by a hostile, previously unknown alien species known simply as The Race. Most of the crew members are dead, Nick's fiance Samantha is missing, and he soon discovers that the entire station is slowly degenerating into an alien hive. Using his war experience and the large arsenal of weapons, Nick must fight through a group of hostile enemies to locate survivors on the station who can help him find Samantha. Now, like, throughout, you start finding out, like, people are part alien and stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, Prey does that a lot better, in my opinion. Um, anyways. It's fucking terrible. It's a terrible game. Um, published by Interplay. Um, and made by Interplay, made by Digital Mayhem, which is, just redirects you to Interplay. Um, distributed in Europe by Avalon Entertainment for the PS2, and for Xbox in early 2003. In Japan, the PS2 version was released by Capcom. Wow, that's a stain. Um, but here's some of the voices in it. Lance Henriksen, Thomas, Thomas F. Wilson, which is uh, uh, Biff Ken. Yep. Clancy Brown. Okay. Uh, Kate Mulgrew. No. From Star Trek Voyager. Okay. Um, Michael Ironside. Yep. And Brad Dorif. No. He's uh, Chucky in Child's Play. Oh, that guy. Yeah. The game features the music of Three Days Grace and Breaking Benjamin. Man, that's about the early two thousands I've ever heard. And wait, and it and it and like health pickups are ball is balls. The the drink, the energy balls. drink. Yeah. Yes. And it says you better grab your balls and run like hell in the back of the book. The book I remember that because it's like I was like really, even as a kid I was like, are you okay? Um. Yeah, it's a piece of fucking trash, but I I always confused with Blowout, which was also on PS2, and very similar look, but uh, I had the wrong game there. But yeah, man, Run Like Hell is trash. Oh, fuck. You, you, 
So you go out and get caught in a wormhole and come back, and uh, fucking, uh, and in that time period that you were gone, like, uh, yeah, it's fucking bad. Man, there's so many bad video games out there, and you just go, how? Yeah. And and I'll, I've heard the response of, well, people don't set out to make bad video games. Really? Could have fucking fooled me sometimes. I mean, if you want to find some really bad just games that are just not worth anything, just look no further than the Wii. Oh, but yeah. I mean, there's the... Was it Billy the Wizard? Anubis the Second? Gingerbread Man? And then some band game. They're all the same bad game. They're just repackaged. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, if you want to see a bad game, and I mean, I know some people find it charming. It's weird, um, for sure. Pathologic, Pathologic. which like the Pathologic Two is basically just kind of like a remake of one, but Pathologic is like a notoriously broken mess. But like, there are some really interesting concepts that people have like pushed themselves through the game to experience. This looks but, almost like obscure. If you remember Obscure. Oh, yeah. I remember Obscure. Speaking of games that were on the Wii, for some reason, Obscure made it. Yep. So did Alone in the Dark, which is my most hated game. Did Alone in the Dark on Wii play similarly? Um, I, I th- I'm pretty sure you had to use your... The sti- you know, not the, not well, the style. You, you have to waggle the yeah. shit out of the controller. No. Yeah. I just want to see the graphics in this. Because Alone in the Dark also made it to PS2, right? Yeah. Alone in the Dark came out for PS2, Xbox 360, and Wii. And Ugh, later on, they were re-released it as Inferno on PS3. On PS3. Oh my god, that's a bad game. The only thing just good look, about Alone in the Dark is the soundtrack. I don't have anything else to say about Gene Rain. Yeah, man, I mean, the, this this whole fucking episode seems to be a bust, to be honest. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say it's a bust. I mean, we talked about the game and, 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 you know, like, what we talked about is what you will experience in this game. Yeah. It's it's a bad third-person cover-based shooter with really bad translation issues. And that that's it. I mean, it's and it, at one point this thing was going for forty dollars, and now I don't even know how much you can pay for it now. And it's it's like a four hour game. Yeah, and it's not a quality four hours. No. I, yeah. Not even for comedic value would I suggest playing. Gene well, no, because I mean, like now that the now that the game's not a complete shit show, it's not as funny. Because it's not like you can point at it and laugh and be like, "Yeah, this game's bad." Yeah, I don't know why I'm disappointed with that, but it, I am. Why can't this game be worse? You were worse once. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's like I have. I, I got nothing. I got nothing. I and I don't know. I I don't know what we're going to do 
for the rest of the month. I mean, I obviously, I, we, we, you know, we got Thanksgiving coming up, so I'm not going to be able to do anything then. But um, when's Thanksgiving? End of the month? Last month, last week of the month. All right. Well, while we think about what to play, do you want to just do? Well, I guess we're just going to talk about this on the podcast. Do you want to just do the um? Because uh, the gentleman, I don't remember his name. I apologize if you're listening. Uh, wanted us to talk about JRPGs. Sure, we can talk about some JRPGs. Just do do that next week. Do an intermission about JRPGs. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with not playing another bad game. Yeah, me too. In fact, I, I'm I'm kind of saving up all of my rage rage for 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 the finale. Yeah, because we're gonna do Alien Isolation or not Alien Isolation? Yeah, Aliens, Colonial Marines first. Or are we just jumping in? I think we're just gonna jump in. Yeah, fuck that shit. I'm not looking forward to that. I'm not either. Which is what I'm not saving my rage. I'm saving my sanity. I have to yeah. I have to pull it up before I use it up while playing Ride the Hell. I don't think Ride the Hell will beat Sonic. Oh. <laughs> there, all right. I'll put it this way: if there was a game. That could beat Sonic. It's that. It's Ride to Hell. Yeah. I would play Gene Rain twice yeah. before playing Sonic 06 again and possibly Ride to Hell. So, I know I said it before, but like, Ride to Hell still, I still say that's a, that's a bigger how the fuck did this get made situation. Because at least Sonic is Sega's, well, was Sega's big series. Right, so it made sense that they had to push something out, and you and like reading about the development, you go, "Oh, okay." So like, there is some issues behind the scenes. Right, right to hell. Like, what happened? What is that on P- uh, PS3 as well? PS3, Xbox 360, okay, and right. PC. I, no, I'm, I'm not going to forever own that game, but <laughs> what I, what I, I'd rather buy it and then smash the disc with yeah, my bare hand. Yeah, I, I don't want to smash my computer, but um, I guess I'm getting the PS3 version then because I, I, I know for sure this is not backwards compatible. <laughs> Ride to Hell was originally announced in 2008 as Ride to Hell. Because it's now called Ride to Hell Retribution and due for release in 2009, according to an early trailer. However, various gaming websites such as IGN reported Ride to Hell is cancelled. The game was removed from Deep Silver's website. Development continued at Utechnics without the involvement of Deep Silver Vienna, which was closed down in early 2010, and the design was heavily revised, losing the open world elements of the game and splitting it into several titles. Yeah, this was originally supposed to be like two games. Yeah, this was 1%. Yeah, I guess the other one was 99. Yeah. It, how? No, like, I mean, literally, Deep Silver basically cut ties. How the fuck did they get back in bed with Deep Silver? Who did you know to get that game made? That's a good question. Or published? And I look, I, get, I know Deep Silver publishes some shit. But Deep Silver... Also published a bunch of Sega stuff. Like, you know, they were... We'll save it. We'll save it for when we do it. Do you know if you buy Yakuza, 
or or persona in uh the like UK you have a deep silver stain on the front cover. Well, that happens. Ugh. But that's gonna be it for us. Thank Christ. Fuck this game. Yeah. Fuck every game. Fuck all the games you like. The email is uh Drew at ZTGD.com. We'll go ahead and announce it right now. Our next uh, episode will be an intermission talking about JRPGs for our listener. Send in your favorites. Send in your favorites. Send in your most hated. What's the worst JRPG you've ever played? I want to hear that one. But we'll talk about it. We're going to talk about all different kinds, our histories with them, everything. Uh, We'll have a nice, nice big episode going over it. But uh, you can also tweet to us. I am at DML Fury and Anthony is at Intersect. Podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. And that's going to be it for us. That's Gene Rain. Let's put it behind us. I'm going to uninstall it again. And I think I'm going to push through. Oh, you go right ahead. I just figure get the get the trophy, uh, get the trophy, the achievement, and then never look back. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're going to get out of here. Until next time, I'm Drew. I'm Anthony. I was waiting for Matt there. Wow. Yeah. And and, and swollen scorpions. Swollen scorpions. In in the corner over there. Oh, curses is come true. Yeah, at the old timey place. Uh, But that's going to be it for us. We're out of here. You guys have a great week. We'll be back next week with talking about JRPGs.